uh, here in Swahitle, Christchurch, Swahitle, yes, right? Yes. Um, and how long have you been pastoring there now? Uh, we came full time this year. Okay. So last year I was last year I used That's to right, come yeah. part time because uh, at that time I was involved in ministry in Kailicha, okay. in Cape Town. Yeah. So I, I was coming part time this side. Uh, so we decided that now let us come full time this year. Mm -hmm. So we've been here for about now six months. Okay. Uh, yeah. And how do you find Zuhitle? Uh, <laughs> maybe this week not the best week to ask yeah. you, but maybe three weeks ago if I were to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it challenging. Yeah. Um, because first of all, Zuhitle is a small uh, township, mm -hmm. and it is squashed in the middle. Uh, so uh, it's you know each and you know every side there are suburbs surrounding Zuhitle. So Zuhitle is like just in the middle. Yeah. And then. Uh, there, are, there are very poor people in there in that yeah. uh, township. Uh, people are squashed and small, uh, you know, uh, they've got like small plots, uh, and then these people are staying in shacks. Yeah. yeah. So it's when you, you preach a gospel in, in, in a place like that, it's difficult to just bring the gospel alone. You yeah. need also, you know, to bring, uh, for example, uh, if I may make an example of Jesus, Jesus, uh, his ministry, he will preach to people the gospel, yet he will always take care uh, of, um, mm -hmm. you know, their needs, like, uh, not physical needs, not just only spiritual needs, but their physical needs, mm -hmm. uh, he will feed them. Um, so, it's the same thing in, in, in relation, you need to bring uh, the gospel, mm -hmm. which will feed them, feed them spiritually, but also you need to feed them physical because uh, no one will listen to you if you just come with the gospel uh, uh, because these people are hungry. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot preach the gospel to people who are hungry. Mm. You, you have to preach the gospel also make sure that uh, you take care of poor people. So mm. that's the kind of a challenge that you are facing when you are preaching in a township like that. Uh, you see, and now even this past three weeks, um, people uh, have been luck, you know, uh, Marching and striking for better, uh, uh, you know, de service deliveries. Uh, mm -hmm. Service deliveries like water, uh, electric, yeah, all that kind of yeah, stuff. And, okay. And housing. housing. Yeah. You see. So uh, and it escalated to uh, <laughs> you know something uh, that was yeah. out of hand. Yeah. As a result, people burning tires and you know destroying uh, all the facilities. Uh, it was bad because now people there were. Destroying even facilities that will help children who go to school. Uh, they yeah. torch uh, libraries uh, and all of those things. So it was bad, and it was you know, uh, you know. For me, as I look at the situation, I started to see that you know, as much as we need uh, housing, uh, water, you know, you know, all of these things, as much as we need those things. I think uh, that, that, that the deepest need of uh, a human being uh, will need uh, the gospel because uh, the heart is the problem. Yeah. Uh, the reason people now uh, they, they raise uh, their anger in that way, mm. you'll find out that uh, it's because all that evil is coming out of the heart. Because imagine someone uh, now destroying things that is going to help the, the children to study. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how, how do you destroy like libraries and, you know, 
uh, swimming pools uh, that are built for children to go and you know and yeah. enjoy these things. How do you destroy those things uh, if you are in a right state of mind? Mm -hmm. uh, because if you are in a right state of mind, you you know that these things are, are helping our community. Yeah. Uh, we cannot destroy these things. Let us uh, come with a way of engaging with all those who are in authority and and, and try to solve the problem. But uh, what you, what we saw in Zolisha, uh, it was like you see. Uh, uh, what I can say, a revelation of heart, that mm -hmm. the heart is, is the problem. And people need to hear the gospel. Yeah. They need to hear the gospel uh, because um, otherwise, if people they don't hear the gospel, we'll have more of these things happening. Yeah. Uh, people destroying, you know. Even in what was happening in Zolisha, all this of burning tires, there was a police who was hit by an axe, mm. which is, if someone is in a good state of mind, he will not do that. Yeah. How can you like, <laughs> yeah, uh, hit someone with an axe? Yeah. You know, that is, you know, that is like, you that, you are criminal if you're doing something like yeah. that. Uh, because that person also has a family, you know, and he he's at work at that time, yeah. trying to uh, calm down the situation in Zolisha, you know. Yeah. But yet, people go and attack the police like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a terrible thing. Uh, and. You know, yeah, it was the first time for me to experience such a thing. Um, people where they were so violent and attacking police and all of these things. So, yeah, I think we need to preach the gospel more, especially in that in a township like that. Um, people need to hear the gospel, yeah, uh, so that uh, they can repent. Uh, so, yeah, imagine if we have people who hear the gospel and repent, mm -hmm. we'll have a, a very a peaceful uh, township uh, where people, when they have problem, they will be able to engage with people and like talk with people. Yeah. Because the Bible is very clear that we must always uh, submit to the authorities. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you know uh, things we don't agree with them, we must respect them as you know those who are in authority. Uh, but we must engage with them and like try to solve the problem rather than to you know to use violence. Uh, order to you know for, for for those in authority to hear us yeah yeah well it's interesting because i over the last two days now people have some people have gone back to work yes. a lot of people have not yes. and everyone was very frustrated by the violence mm. rightfully so and yet i feel like this week um maybe the central biz business district here in Hermanus is actually still hurting just as much yeah. <laughs> uh, just because people won't go to work. Please. So there are peaceful ways of protesting. Yes. The only problem is, for instance, there are certain people like people from my church who are Zimbabwean mm -hmm. or our friends that are Malawian and whatnot that they they don't have the same kind of ties to the, the Kosa community. Um, and, and you can, you can uh, correct whatever I'm saying here, yeah. but it just strikes me as... Um, well, for instance, even we have some friends that go to a church that is mixed of Malawian and Zimbabwean and Nigerian and all this kind of stuff. And a couple of uh, months ago now, a preacher came and said, open up your wallets and, and give to the Lord, or to him. It was, he was a traveling preacher. And um, the elders and the like junior elders, they went up first. And uh, the guy came to one of the junior elders, who's a friend of ours, and said, let me see your wallet. Let me see how much you have in there. And so he handed him his wallet, and he said, he took all the money out of it, and he said, this is how much you should have given. 
And then at the end of the service, he went to go give the money back, and he said, you know what, I'm going to give this money back. That was just an example, uh, but you really shouldn't take it because you don't want to steal money from the Lord. Mm -hmm. So in a similar way, it's not just like this violent protesting that like, you have to use pressure on people to... We see it in the churches, too. I mean, like this was a community pressure for them to give everything they had in their wallets or else... Like, what is this preacher going to do to them? You know, curse them? Yeah. I mean, what is... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just... To see the uh, the connections between, like, church life and community life. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think we, uh, you, you are right. Uh, because, you know, even the churches, they exploit poor people. You know, when people are so poor, they, when, you know, when people are so poor, if you go to them and say, this and this will happen if you do this and this. Yeah. They will do it. Yeah. Uh, because these guys, they, they go, they always hug at those places that have poor people. And then they promise them, like, you're going to get a job. Uh, we're going to pray for you to be successful and prosperous. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of those things, they promise these people. And these people, because of their desperate, they want to get out of that poverty. Yeah. Uh, they are willing to do anything, even to give their... Uh, last money. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of them. They come and they say, prophet, prophet uh, like this and so uh, is is coming, and he will pray for you. Uh, mm -hmm. he, he will pray for you to get a job. He will pray for you to you know to get all this this prosperous things and like mm -hmm. house and you know car, all of these things. Uh, so they go. They always target poor people. Yeah. Because they know that. These people are desperate to come out of poverty. They just want to live a good life. Uh, so um, they do it there in Zolisha. Uh, a lot of them, they do it, uh, this so-called prophet. Yeah. And some of them, they even give themselves the title apostle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, we started a series in our church uh, in Galatians. Uh -huh. So uh, this uh, past Sunday, I was doing uh, chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 5, okay. uh, where Paul is like introducing himself as, a, as an apostle <laughs> because these guys were attacking his apostleship, yeah. uh, trying to, to say to the Galatians, <laughs> Paul is not an apostle, so don't listen to this guy. Yeah. Uh, he was not part of the 12. Uh, so Paul is trying to convince the Galatians that I am a true apostle uh, and my apostleship is not from men. Yeah. Uh, so I was not appointed by men, mm -hmm. but I was appointed by the Lord Jesus uh, himself and God. So, um, so I was trying to tell my uh, congregation that, you know, uh, this title of Apostle is not just any title that was given to anyone. Yeah. It was a unique title. It was a special title that was given to those who uh, saw the, the Lord Jesus face to face. And mm -hmm. uh, he, those who observed all the things he was doing in front of them so that when uh, he finished to teach them all of those things, they will go out and preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, and Paul uh, actually was one of those people who encountered the Lord Jesus Christ when he was going, uh, he was passing Damascus. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. So, uh, if someone comes and says he's an apostle, he, in other words, he's giving himself an authority over the word of God that mm -hmm. he can, you know, add something mm -hmm. in this uh, Bible. Uh, so I don't. So I was like, I don't understand why people they give themselves this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the Bible says we are built on the foundation of the apostle and the prophet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, already the foundation has been laid by the, you know, by the. Uh, prophet and the apostle. Uh, Jesus is the cornerstone of that. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I don't understand why now people 
uh, they giving themselves this title. Mm -hmm. I guess it's because people they don't understand the word of God, they don't read the word of God uh, and understand it. Uh, yeah. You know all this title and all those things. So uh, in township, you know, if you are an if you say you're an apostle, you will see how people they submit to you. Yeah. You know, instead you know they focus it shift from the Lord Jesus yeah. to the apostles. Yeah. So uh, they, that's why I'm saying they explode the the, the, the the people, the poor people because these people are desperate. If mm -hmm. they heard that the apostle is coming or the prophet is coming, <laughs> Shame uh, they, they, they go with numbers. And you know, the interesting thing is that when they promise these people these things, they expecting these people to give money, mm -hmm. you know? So they are not uh, uh, different from uh, what we call in our culture, uh, Sangomas, okay, uh, yeah. you know, those who practice like, uh, you know, calling to ancestors to show them all these things like and tell you if you go you are sick and then they will throw the bones and then they will mm -hmm. tell you oh, because <laughs> you are sick it's because yeah. someone is uh, wishing you and you know, yeah. so they are not different because they want money yeah. and they will tell you that if you've got this amount of money you stay and decide if you got this amount of money you stay and decide oh, no. uh, oh, man. to give uh, you know <laughs> Some of, even you know, some of the churches they go to an extent that they bring those speed point where you put your card and you just oh okay you okay know, yeah uh, if you didn't bring the money they've got those that's pretty uh, professional easy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are very professional <laughs> of taking money from poor people so, so that's that's yeah. like that in township so well, um, is it is it I, I don't know about you but like when I hear stories from my friends like yeah, the one that I told yes. isn't it infinitely frustrating mm. that as far as you and I are concerned we're both like we're, we're out here preaching the good news mm. you know <laughs> is, is that is that really frustrating for you or it is because you you are so frustrated because like these people here's the good gospel mm -hmm. uh, but yet they want to go and listen this that junk gospel yeah uh, prosperity gospel because they want to get out of this poverty, yeah. you know. Uh, you would hear people like, um, uh, you know, using this thing like, I claim this in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, you know, mm -hmm. I don't understand, you know, how a sinner can like claim something. Mm -hmm. Because when you are saved by Christ, you, you don't claim anything from God. Yeah. God gives uh, you uh, as he pleases. He, he doesn't, you don't have to, you know, and, and claim something. Because you are a sinner, you are saved by grace. A sinner who <laughs> saved by grace, uh, you are like, Lord, whatever you give me, I'm content with that. Yeah. You see, so people, they, you know, it's frustrating because you find out that you who is preaching uh, the gospel uh, uh, that is, you know, a gospel of Christ, mm -hmm. you've got this only few people that come to your church, but uh, people will go. Most of the people will go to these churches that exploit them uh, for money. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's the frustration in the township. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, it's not. It's really not that much different in the white community, right? No. <laughs> in some ways, I mean, yeah. everyone's just looking for that uh, yeah. that movie that's going to like yeah. get them through the week. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone's looking for the next like word from the spirit and. Yeah. The next high, and they, they, they want these churches that uh, they will tell them what they want to hear, yeah. not what they don't want to hear. 
um, because if you start uh, like preaching about sin, uh, no, no, they don't yeah. want to hear. No, no, and they want to hear you say you will be prosperous. You will get all what you want in life mm -hmm. and all of those things. Or I know one of the things that specifically um, a lot of the students in my class, mm -hmm. what they do is um, they don't actually. Whenever I start touching on the apostles mm -hmm. and the prophets, because half of them call themselves apostles mm -hmm. and prophets. Um, Everyone just shuts down in class. No one wants to talk about this, right? But then when it comes to an issue, like say we're going through a New Testament survey, we're in 1-2 Corinthians, next thing you know, like, oh yes, these sinful people out here having having sex with whoever, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're okay with that kind of sin, like the sin that's out there. Um, but it's, and it's like that in every church, right? Like, we're so happy to just look at the world around us and say, oh, these sinners around us. So. Exactly. And then when you find out the preacher's talking about you, ah, that's it. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, man. Exactly, that's true. It's, 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 it's very sad, actually, yeah. how uh, these guys exploit the poor people. It's very sad uh, because instead of like preaching the gospel, it's all about them. You know, you, you should see how they dress. Oh man! Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's actually why I can't be an apostle. Yeah. Is because I just don't look that good in a suit, man. You see how they they dress. They want. You know, the Bible says you must not, you know, conform to the standard of this world. Yeah. You must not, you know, want the things of this world. You know, but them, they always want everything. They want nice things, mm. cars, mm -hmm. clothes, all these things. You know, you 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 should see how they look. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you would like think they go to a fashion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a like a tuxedo shop, yes. like they're the models at the yes. tuxedo shop. <laughs> you know, and yet these poor people who come, uh, who are staying in shacks, and they come mm -hmm. to this church, and they see this guy wearing nice suits, mm -hmm. driving a beautiful car. Uh, you know, I was telling my con uh, my congregation that uh, um, I said, you know, uh, uh, how these guys exploit poor people uh, to the point of they they use. Old Testament, yeah. uh, as an example, like look at Abraham. He got, he, was, he had everything. God blessed him. He had everything. Yeah. But you know that was not the point in the Old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> we should get rich. It was not the point. Yeah. Um, you know. So, but the way they they always like take the Old Testament and like apply apply it straight to them. Mm -hmm. uh, everything in the Old Testament applies straight to them. Yep. But they don't see the bigger picture of the Old Testament. Uh, so uh, that's that's the problem with those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, their problem is that uh, the Old Testament is what governs mm -hmm. them. Uh, they think that everything that is said there it applies to them. Yeah. Uh, uh, God wants us to prosper. God wants us to have everything, yeah. uh, material, you know, all of those things. As a result, the people who are getting richer and richer are those who are pastors. Mm -hmm. uh, but. The, the poor people are getting poor and poor, yeah. uh, and, you know. So they are exploiting these people uh, because of they want to feed their own ego. Uh, they want to have beautiful things and all of those things. Yeah. Why the, the poor people are still staying there in those you know poor places, places mm -hmm. like you know shakes and all of those. So yeah, I think uh, you know it, it's a challenge in a township. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a very challenge to to preach uh, uh, this gospel that is reformed. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It's, it's a challenge yeah. because people they don't they want to hear something like uh, I'm going to prosper. They don't mm -hmm. want to hear something like Hey, you are saved by grace and 
you you know you're going to suffer for the gospel mm -hmm. <laughs> you know uh, that's what uh, the bible tells us we are going to suffer for the gospel there's no way the bible telling us that we are going to have everything and everything will be fine the, the bible tells us that we are going to suffer for the gospel just like jesus did suffer mm -hmm. we are also going to suffer for the gospel they don't want to hear those words suffering yeah. you see and these guys they don't speak about suffering mm -hmm. in their churches just charismatically they only preach about prosperity yeah uh, because they want also to get rich through this problem it's so interesting because i you so much of the new testament we see suffering as mm. just a natural part of the christian life yeah if you go to someone that does not believe anything about jesus mm. you know what's one of the biggest problems in the world? Well, suffering, pain, loss, whatever. Yes. And yet you go into a church where that should be something that we're talking about, and instead preachers are always trying to like, no, 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 no pain, no loss, nothing but riches and blessing, and all of a sudden like the one thing that, that those around us that say, no, I don't believe in the Bible yeah. for this reason, yeah. the one thing that they're saying they believe in it for, or they don't believe in the Bible for, or Jesus for, is the one thing that we're not willing to talk about yeah. in the churches, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. Well, Unati, we, we went way over on time. I'm actually like making you late for something, I think. No, I'm not late. Yeah. We're okay? Yeah. Um, two more things. First of all, mm. uh, how can, how can uh, anyone that's listening to this, I'm going to make them pray for you. No, I'm not going to make them pray for you, but... Uh, what are things going on in your ministry right now, Christchurch Swahili, that uh, people can be praying about, uh, or just for your family, just for? I mean, six, six months in, even though you've had ministry experience, like you guys are new to the to this town. Um, we've had lots of uh, struggles over the last months that you've been here. Did you bring these problems? No, you didn't bring these problems. Um, but uh, how can we be praying for you, for your family? Um, Honestly, we had about six days of nothing but tear gas. Yes. Moose is doing okay? Yes. Okay. Doing okay. Doing okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can pray for us. Um, especially, we, we, we want to be a light in Zoyashi. We want to be a salt in Zoyashi. Yeah. So, if you can pray for us, that God uses us in that township uh, and, and, and reach many people yeah. uh, uh, with the gospel of Christ. Uh, uh, so just pray for us for that and you know I always say that to people pray for us that we love Jesus more because the reason I always say that is because I know that when we love Jesus more everything else flows through that mm -hmm. because we'll be able, when we love Jesus we are able to go and share the gospel when we love Jesus we are able to live a life that is pleasing to God mm -hmm. so yeah I pray for that uh, we love Jesus more and also pray because at the moment uh, we're struggling with numbers in terms of you know the church yeah uh, I know that the church is not you not uh, like uh, seeing a good church by numbers uh, yeah. it's, it's not about numbers but uh, but we also we want to see numbers grow uh, in, in, in Christ Church Zolisha. so pray for that um, for us that the numbers may increase mm -hmm. um, because we are struggling really at the moment um, we have plus minus 20 members okay. uh, so far. So, yeah. And also, uh, pray for us. Uh, we, on the 9th of August, uh, we've got um, a women's conference. Okay, uh, that's right. That is uh, the first conference uh, we are hosting. Uh, so, it, uh, it's our first conference. So, we're just hoping that um, women will be revived and women will, will you know, will 
come out of that conference, you know, wanting to serve God more. Mm. So we're just praying um, that it, everything uh, will go according to plan. And yeah, we are so excited about that conference. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, just pray for us for that conference to be successful. And uh, yeah, uh, and also just pray for you know each and every person of Zulisha uh, uh, and pray for peaceful. Uh, in Zolisha because in the past like three weeks it's been a very difficult um, you know experience where people were so angry burning stuff and destroying all things uh, so we just pray that uh, things will go back to normal mm -hmm. and you know yeah and yeah um, we both meet in schools and yes. I think both of our schools were threatened yes. <laughs> under this last thing, yes, so uh, yes. that would be bad for both of us. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> not, not to mention hundreds of kids. But, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we need prayers for Zolisian. For, 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 for um, yeah. And yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's the things that we... And also pray for our meetings during the week, uh, because we've got meetings during the week. My name we always need to pray together. Mm -hmm. uh, Tuesday, Bible study, mm -hmm. and then uh, Thursday, we have what we call uh, praise and worship, uh, which is where we allow people to come and like praise God and worship okay. God. Give uh, testimony and things yeah, like this? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, and then on Friday, we have children ministry, uh, mm -hmm. which is run by my wife. It's uh, one of those ministries that are very important for a church yeah. uh, because uh, if you get them at the early age and teach them the gospel and then yeah, uh, you won't lose them, yeah. you know, because yeah. you need to give them the gospel at the early age. Yeah. Uh, the reason we have, I always say the reason we have this kind of problem in township uh, trials and all of is because uh, we did not teach our children at a very young age about the gospel. Now they, the world is teaching them uh, a different thing, mm -hmm. and that uh, you all, you must always like make sure you are the you know you you, you, you treat yourself um, uh, um, more important than anything, and live your life as you you want, and you know live your life in fullness, uh, enjoy your life while you're still here on earth. Uh, and then as a result of that, uh, they think that the way to enjoy life is to go and drink alcohol, is to go and you know drugs that's how life uh, it's like to them yeah. so if you got these children at a very young age and you teach them the gospel I'm telling you you will have uh, future leaders uh, yeah. uh, who love God and yeah so that ministry for us is very important because it, it, it's the ministry that is growing so fast yeah. because sometimes my wife have like about 40 children coming to that ministry sure. so yeah uh, we are so excited uh, with that ministry and we are hoping to do a, a kids um, club which uh, we want to do it on, on especially when schools close children yeah. they don't have nothing to do we want to right. you know to to run that kind of kids club program where we'll be doing all things. which we're going to team up on yeah, yes, yeah exactly. okay exactly we want to team up yeah, uh, with yeah. Mount, uh, mountain view Baptist Church. Uh, we want to team up with them and partner with them on that yeah and we'll keep praying that you'll convert to baptist uh, no i'm joking i'm joking that's not even where i'm at that's not where i'm yeah, at yeah 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 uh, uh, friends <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
You know what I like? I thought about? I was so special now, you know, but no. Uh, you know what I like about uh, Baptist? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we agree uh, in lots of things yeah. with them. We always agree in lots of things. It's just one little Baptist in that. Yeah, thing. sure. Well, uh, but for me, it's not an, like a big issue. Okay. Uh, it's not a big issue. Well, and with you being a part of Reach SA, you also don't worship the Queen. So I feel like. Well, so we're yeah. we're on the same page, yes. basically. We are in the, basically. the same page. Yeah. Oh man, I might get in trouble for that one. Um, well, cool. Hey, you know, you know that our family really like loves and appreciates you guys, yes. and we um, we pray for you. We've been especially praying for you over these last two weeks, and um, one of the things that uh, Tara and I. You know, Mountain View, we do strive to be uh, bring multiple cultures together. Um, and the honestly, the one thing that uh, I really kind of desire to do, uh, which is not something that I feel uh, like I should do, and that is to just simply be um, kind of white guy gospel preacher in all black environment. And um, I just love knowing that you're in Swahili, because even so many of our good friends that go to churches that um, sometimes preach the good news. They also preach many other things yeah, too. Yeah. And uh, it's really just as synchronistic yeah. as, um, <laughs> as as bringing ancestors into it or whatever. So we just love knowing that you guys are there and um, we do pray for you. So yeah, thank you. All right. Um, I think that's all we have time for now. Yeah. But I feel like we have a lot more to say, Nazi. Yeah, we, uh, me too. You know, maybe next time we'll. <laughs> next time we'll do I'm going to set aside yeah. like three hours. Yeah. No, I'm maybe not that long. <laughs> I'll have to start paying more to to post these things online. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so for now, um, so long, teammates. This is uh, Wade signing off. Unati. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Wade. Okay. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I was just setting you up to thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you for, for inviting <laughs> me to share the experience in Township. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I hope uh, all those who will be listening to this will be blessed yeah. to hear what is happening in Township. Yeah, I think we are good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.